This is the CrossFit 845 Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dave, Kevin, and Turbo. That's some good banter you missed. That was, no, that was really good banter. Sorry. <laughs> I just deleted some good banter. Oh, anyway, sorry. episode 19. Boom. 90. Across me, I have Turbo. <laughs> yeah, I can do it again. <laughs> I did it again. It was, it was, you know. What's up, crew? What What's up? up? We got Roisin here with us. Hey. She's a Poughkeepsie member. Yes, I and, am PK. Uh, as you'll notice, Chuck isn't here again. Again. Oh, wow. What is Again. Soccer? Priorities. Do we, Jobs. Do we yeah. say it? No, I can't say it. He was <laughs> mad. He texted me. He was so butthurt. I know. Get right. S- Listen. Sack Chuck, up, Chuck. Chuck, you signed up for this. You did. I even have you on the intro. You can't oh, commit. Yeah. Oh, you my know? gosh. The Duke paid for an intro. I, I did. I and actually did. Oh I paid some girl to say those words. <laughs> some girl. <laughs> she was on the street. And now we got to pay <laughs> another girl. <laughs> To say, Not with the dynamic duo, <laughs> Dave and Turbo. I don't even have to hire someone. I can just use you. <laughs> That's good. God, so, you have so many talents. Add it to the resume. So Voice Tur- over Turbo work. was just finishing up a class, and uh, he was. We we're in Wobbingers, and uh, there's some things left over in the uh, entrance. Turbo, what would you find? Oh God! Well, this was actually left over from the endurance class, and three veterans, may I add, oh, wow. the whiteboards. Uh-oh. First off, they weren't erased. Mm. Second off, they weren't even put away. Tisk I actually prefer them not put away if they're written on. If you write on them and don't erase them and still put them back in. Yeah, that's really. Come on. Yeah. But three <laughs> veterans, Mastro. Wow. Oh, called it out. Did it. Did it. Caesar. <laughs> you guys damn. My homie. You guys can't see my face. And number buttons. three. Oh. Jess Mauer. Wow. Yeah. She's going to be like, Turbo, I didn't I, I was, That wasn't my boy. <laughs> I didn't get her doing that. <laughs> no, she had Caesar do some ab workout, so that's how I know uh, it was her. Oh, shit. I was supposed to start that with him. Ooh. Fuck, but I'm, yeah, I folks, like, uh, take care of your stuff. Wipe your stuff down. <laughs> put put it your away. boxes back. Oh, that's my, my thing. That's put been bothering boxes. me lately. Yeah, we yeah. got a post about that. Listen, listen, guys, specifically Wobbingers, again, the boxes have to go back. And you guys are probably thinking, oh, he's complaining. No, I just run a tight <laughs> ship. I want every class to come in here as if no one was in here last time. That's a and housekeeping if, Listen, item. ladies, I get it. Sometimes you're a little short and it's fine. Just call the coach over or a bunch of other members, get some assistance, mm. put her on up there, mm-hmm. done. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, housekeeping gets me. Housekeeping it definitely does. gets me. Because you take pride in having a fresh new class come in yeah. Yeah. as if no one was there. Yeah. And that adds up to wear and tear on the exactly items, right? right. Then we got to start tossing whiteboards because the markers start to stick. And, right. And, and I hate things that are on the floor. And then the more things are on the floor, the more dust it collects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Gina McMahon is up in arms. <laughs> she, oh yeah, she, I'm like getting on the I know. Yeah, I yeah. felt bad for our cleaning lady. Uh, I don't know. It was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I walked Sandra. Into, yeah, I walked into Poughkeepsie and it looked like there was a murder scene. There was chalk oh. everywhere, and I was like, "Wow." The chalk bandits. The chalk too. Yeah. Like yeah. Total chalk bandits. Just get your hands in the bucket. There's no need to pull the big thing no. out and start scrubbing <laughs> your hands like it's a bar of soap. Keep your hands in the bucket. Do a quick one-two. Boom. Get out. Get to work. <laughs> And I get it. You're in the middle of a workout, and it's hard to do that. You it's just chaotic, you don't really want to be bent over. You're yeah. sucking air. I get it. But listen, just got to, you know, tighten it up. Tight, tight ship. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. Nothing right? wrong with that. 
Yeah, yeah. So, Ro. Yep. What kind of name is that? Is that Italian? <laughs> Roshin? <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Where's the origin of that Actually, bad boy? Actually, it's uh, Serbian. No, it's it's uh, Gaelic. It's Irish. Ah, Gaelic. You couldn't tell from the <laughs> red hair. No, I, it screams... <laughs> Screams eye tie to me. Yeah. <laughs> screams eye tie. Northern eye tie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> nope, totally Gaelic. And I remember you from when you used to be a member here. Yeah. Tell your CrossFit journey. <laughs> My CrossFit from the journey. beginning, like from, yeah. the beginning. from Wappingers. Yeah. Um. What was that? What four years ago? Five yeah. years ago. Um. I don't know. I'd been doing my own thing for a really long time, and you know. Um, decided I wanted a change and so actually literally um because I live in Wappingers and I was like "Hmm, there's a CrossFit gym right down the street from me and I literally walked in one day because I had literally I I didn't tell you this part date but I had been trying to call for like a week (laughs) and I you know I left a message and I even called and someone hung up on me I was like oh these mofos they don't even know (laughs) (laughs) damn that was before like I, I was answering the phone personally at that time. Yeah, that's so been I, the story with a couple people. Yeah, so I think you, it was probably just like it was like the business of the day, and it was yeah. like, "Oops, there's someone on the phone." Click. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna show these people who I am." So I walked in, and it was like a really full class, and I was seeing people doing all these things, and I'm like, "I made a bad decision," but I was here, so I was like, "I'm just gonna do this." And I think I I think I started like literally like two days later, and um, you you were personally coaching me so like walking me through like all the basic movements and stuff (laughs) dave did your on-ramp yeah pretty much (laughs) and i remember like when i completed the first workout and and he was like well you're legit now let's get in it like it was just like that's it and um yeah so i i mean i think i lasted here for what about eight months and and then i i don't know i guess i bitched out and was like i i don't feel like doing crossfit and (sighs) Yeah, and left and went and did my own thing again, and it sucked. It yeah. really sucked. And so when I came back last June, when I heard there was a challenge going on in Poughkeepsie, which is like right down the street from my job, I was like, you know what, that's ideal because I'm no longer commuting. I'm working locally. I'm like, and so I was like, I'd been missing CrossFit. I'd been missing yeah. whatever and the camaraderie and whatever. So I, I came back in June and honestly, it feels better the second time around and I don't plan on ever like going back. Yeah. And so. total props. Cause it's hard to come back. It, it Very really hard to come back. is because yeah. you know, like in that time frame, like my body changed and I gained a little bit of weight. So <laughs> like it was harder, like coming in, I was like burpees. Yeah, Ugh. exactly. So, but you know, honestly, I've just, I've really have loved the last Oh my gosh, it's going to be almost a year, but it's been amazing. Like the mental transformation that I've had, the physical transformation that I've had and, um, like just building amazing friendships, um, and rebuilding friendships, like reconnecting with old people, like people that I knew from Wappingers and old people, old people. (laughs) (laughs) I always reconnect with old people. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, I really love being back part of the 845 community. I, I really missed it. And I didn't, I didn't realize how like impactful it was on me until after I left and I was like, I made a bad decision again. So, <laughs> so what was it the first time around in Wappingers that made you say, this isn't for me? Honestly, um, it was, Hit him. 
it was a little too clicky for me. Mm. There you go. I had a really hard time. I mean, there was people that I was connected with and I was, you know, friends with, but at the same time I felt so out of place. Like mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't belong and I was having a really hard time. And maybe some of that was me too. Like I legit was going through some really hard things during that time. So it could have just been me not mm. making the connection. Um, <clears throat> But I, I did feel like there was a lot of really set groups and, yeah. and I would be like, hey, and they'd be like, mm, hey, mm-hmm. but, mm, you know, so I just, I think that's kind of what did it. And I just was tired of trying to fight to fit in and yeah. be a part of it. And, um, you know, I use the excuse it's financial, but that was complete bullshit because I, you know, if you're committed to something, if you're invested in something, you're going to find the money to do it like you'll sacrifice and exactly oh yeah so it really was just it was easier to say oh it's money but you know that's not really what it was yeah i remember you actually said that to me and yeah. i was hurt i know i, was I know hurt. you hurt the duke yeah i did and oh. i felt really bad because i remember you, know, you physically hurt me i did not you did did you, you used to play softball didn't you yes well oh shit i remember that yeah <laughs> <laughs> this girl yeah so i i was i was basically brand new too so i think uh, yeah. i think it was bob murphy or jay curtis tells me to get down in the catcher position because Roe has a softball in her hand and i thought she was you know just kind of going to go through the motions no she she threw this ball at me like yeah. i was in a full gear of ca- like catcher's gear she fired this ball at I me did. i think it like bounced off my knee and almost hit um, Danielle's daughter. And yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> Anna? Anna. When Anna used to come, I was like, yeah, it was such a bad idea. I was like, I was like wow, that was the worst thing Fired ever. this ball at I me. I did, and I really... I, what, what were you thinking? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. That's, that's my great. memory of uh, bro. Well, you know, maybe it was because I sort of secretly hated you, but whatever. Probably. <laughs> or you thought I could take it. Yeah, probably. Or you thought you... I could catch that freaking thing. Because you came in and you were like, you were all Mr. CrossFit. I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> not I don't know. Close. It just, yeah, it felt I'm like you were you doing that. all the things. And I was like, this guy doing it's so all the funny. things. It's so funny, people's perception of other people. Absolutely, yeah. It's like, if you have a perception about somebody, you think that everybody's got the same perception about that yeah. one person. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I came yeah, in. I, I was kind of like you, quiet. Like I, I mean, me, I was quiet, and I didn't. He was. There he were really was. There were clicks, and I kind of you know kept to myself, and I yeah. like to kind of figure everyone out before I open up. Mm. And um, yeah, I don't know. It was it. It was a fun beginning. <laughs> I just, yeah. I do. I totally, I you know, I totally blocked that because it was a traumatic experience. I almost, I almost like hit. You a almost baby took out the baby with a softball. Yeah, Anna. And Danielle was like, "Oh, it's okay." Yeah. I was like, "I really like." <laughs> Because if it was me, I probably would have murdered my ass, but okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so you left, and then you saw the challenge. Yeah. Right, posted. <clears throat> and then, so what was different this time around at Poughkeepsie? Um, smaller. Yeah. Um, and I think because I actually got to start with a bunch of people, so it was like we were all in you know, the beginning sure. beginnings of misery together. And so like it, it automatically builds that camaraderie. Like when you're all learning the movements, you're all going through things together yeah. and you're looking over and you're seeing the next person next to you dying and you're mm-hmm. dying. So it actually like, it does something for you. Like you're like, okay. And, um, it just gives you the chance to like get to know people. And <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, Poughkeepsie, we all have like a really good, 
camaraderie. Like I, I feel like Poughkeepsie, like yeah, there's a cool yeah. crew over there. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I just really enjoy the different personalities and, um, you know, also I think this time around too, it was mindset, mm-hmm. you know, like you, you really have to be ready for something like this because CrossFit really changes your idea of what fitness is. It yeah. changes your idea of what your body can do. Um, it also changes your idea of what you think you can handle mentally mm-hmm. and emotionally. Yeah. So, you know, I, for me, I was just like, I'm balls to the wall. I'm going in like, fuck this shit. Like, yeah. And that's my mentality. Every time I walk in, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to fuck this place up that's or it's going to fuck me up. So, I love that. <laughs> you know, and I, you know, for the most part, I try to have that kind of attitude. There are days that I struggle, but yeah, last week was, was definitely not one of my best moments. Right. So, <laughs> but yeah, explain. Yeah. Oh boy. Let's get Who's into the coach it. first. Danielle. Oh, poor Danielle. And I love her. She is such a sweetheart. And if I could like roll her up and put her in my pocket. Like a burrito. Yeah. Like she's just awesome. Or a taquito. Or a taquito. Taquito. Yeah. Because it's smaller. Or a right. joint. Right. Or, or a joint. joint. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was the workout last week and it was the emom thing where we were running 200 meters and then yes. we were doing oh, the sumo yeah. deadlift high pole <laughs> that got a lot of people yeah <sighs> man okay so it's a general idea that Rasheen does not run unless something's chasing her right so running is definitely one of my biggest weaknesses and and I was like 200 meters I was like all right I'm gonna try this and literally after the first 200 meter I came in and I was like fuck this yeah i was like yeah i did now i, I <laughs> round like, one yeah <laughs> and it was not a good fuck this it was like i was pissed off and i was like danielle there is no way that i'm going to be able to have any rest time to and then i just i went off on a rant but i kept going like i just i was like mm. i'm not i'm not resting i'm just gonna run keep coming yeah. whatever managed to get four rounds in but i was heated yeah unnecessarily so honestly yeah. i was really like it was really ugly even art was like he was like ro knock it off yeah. and i was like no you <laughs> knock it off i find it funny i i think it's so funny when people legit get pissed off <laughs> i was and they kind of take it out on other people yeah i felt really bad because art is like my best friend and i was like i'm sorry buddy i don't yeah, need to man. yell at you you he ever was, take like, it out on somebody um yeah yeah, yeah? i have I, I do it in a facetious way because most of the time I'm never serious, but yeah. I'll be like, <clears throat> I don't, <laughs> when I'm working out and I'm struggling, I don't like people yelling at me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like, stand it up. I'm like, what the fuck you think I'm trying to do? What do you think I'm trying to do? <laughs> you know what? Let me just put this down. You know what? You're right. I should stand it up. Let me do that right now. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> that bugs me. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get so, it. But yeah, I mean, honestly, like it's just different at Poughkeepsie this time around. And yeah. I think it's because I'm different, honestly. Yeah. I think that's what the difference is. Yeah, it's cool to see... You know, I'm fortunate enough to spend one night at each location. Yeah. So, like, every place is awesome to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's cool to see each each gym has has its own, like, community and energy. Yeah. And uh, it's like a breath of fresh air because I'm always here at Wappingers. And then if I have to go to Carmel and then to Poughkeepsie, it's nice to, you know, not that I, Wappingers isn't, like, old to me. It's just, like, it's something fresh and there's a new yeah. 
you know, new faces. Like some girl walked in, I didn't even know who the hell she was in Poughkeepsie. Hmm. First time met her. Who wow. are you? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd like to drop in the other spots more. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's a breath of fresh air. And yeah, really you, you also miss it here. Like you don't want to get tired of your home base. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's why I think I enjoyed the open so much is because we got to go to the different <sighs> locations, awesome. and that was a lot of fun. You were at each one, were you not? I was, actually. I, I definitely yeah. went Props. to each one. Props yep. to you. Yeah, I'm, I actually etched it out of my calendar. I was like, nothing else is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Friday <great>. night lights. <laughs> and yeah, I miss was, it. I'm like, I'm bored. I miss it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was fun this year. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We were saying, so. what were we saying on last week's podcast? We first were, Friday? Yeah, first Friday. Yeah. Yes. Cool. I am really into this idea. Yeah. I would I would show up. We'll have to get that into motion. Yeah, we Please. will. Please. If anything... Yeah, it's a big it's a big pr- production though. It is. Yeah, it is. I believe it. <clears throat> um, all right, Ro. So, what's your story? <sighs> okay, well, yeah, well, let me tell you where yeah. it's all prefaced from. That's a good idea. Preface. One day in Poughkeepsie, mm-hmm. she had to talk to me about something, and then she came in, and we just got into a deep conversation for about a half hour. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, <clears throat> "Do you would you mind if I brought you on the podcast?" She said, "Absolutely not." And I said, would you care to, to tell your story? She said, no. I said, I'll book you. <laughs> Let me pencil you in. We have a long line of guests oh, yeah. waiting to get on this thing. It's so, so popular. We yeah. bumped you to the top. Yeah. Yeah. We fit you in. Nice. <laughs> feel special. So, yeah. I felt like your story was, uh, you know, we talk about different types of things here. Yeah. Usually, like. I don't know. What do we talk about? Everything. I have sometimes I have like therapy sessions instead of CrossFit workouts. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I love it. While we're stretching, people will open up to me, and yeah. I'm like, I feel like a psychiatrist. Yeah. And yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it, it, you know, um, <clears throat> um, you know, I think like what what uh, I don't know how to really start it all, but I think what. So Dave is there. <clears throat> you say. Dave, I need to talk to you. Yeah, it was more of a because um, I had an idea and, you know, I'm still kind of working it out in my head and fleshing out the idea, but I, I really wanted to <clears throat> open up a possibility of some kind of like workshop or seminar um, for people who've been through traumatic experiences or who've been through um, abusive relationships. And, and I said, because myself, I'm a survivor of trauma and abusive relationships. And so that's kind of how it started. And, um, so, you know, I guess it's not something that you would typically notice about me because I really never present of like someone who came from something, um, like that. And, uh, and that's my mindset. Like I, I've ever since, you know, I've come out of these things. My mindset was like, I'm never going to present as a victim. I am nobody's victim. I am a survivor. And that's pretty much how I live my life, live like a survivor. And, um, so growing up, um, I grew up in an abusive household and my father, um, who I no longer have contact with and he is no longer allowed in my life. Um, was uh, an extremely abusive person. And, uh, you know, looking back now as an adult, I can identify like that he's 
you know, has narcissistic personality disorder and narcissists tend to um, make everything about them and control the environment and um, have to control the people who are in their world. And, um, you know, also he was also a person who came from abuse himself, but he never dealt with it. Never, you know, whatever, pretty much gave into it. And um, so, you know, my mom and me and my sisters were, you know, the unfortunate ones that had to succumb to his abusive treatment. And, you know, um, there were many days that I would come home from school and I would just know like it was going to be a bad day, God, really bad day. And, you know, me being the oldest, like it just became ingrained in me, ingrained in me to want to be protective of my younger sisters and my mom. And, um, there were many times that I, <laughs> this is my personality and has always been my personality. I would stand up to my father. Um, How many sisters do you have? I have two. Two younger sisters? Yeah. And I would stand up to him and I would tell him what he was doing was wrong. And certainly that would react in a horrible backlash. And um, I, you know, I even remember one time um, I was probably like 14 And we had just gotten a puppy and she was downstairs in the family room and she wanted to go out. So she was, you know, yelping a little bit. And so I was, he was down there watching TV and I was walking down the stairs to go let her out. And as I rounded the corner, he's literally screaming at this dog and kicks her. And I, I said, you can go to hell, you son of a bitch. And well, that was a bad mistake. Because he turned around and, and this was the thing about my dad, like his whole face changed. He always looked like a different person. And he punched me in the face, um, broke my nose. And, um, you know, like I, I just remember like, and I wore glasses at the time. So my glasses snapped in half. Mm -hmm. And I remember like all of a sudden just feeling my nose like shift and just gushing, uh, just blood. And I, ran upstairs, locked myself in the bathroom, and it was horrifying for my sisters because they heard me scream. And so they're pounding on the bathroom door wanting me to, to let me in. And my father, being the coward that he was, left. He left the house. And my mom came home from work, and my sisters are like crumpled on the floor next to the door. And she was like, what happened? And I remember we actually left for like a good week. And I didn't go to school for like a week because there's no way I was going to go into school with, you know, broken nose and black eyes. And, um, that's just like a snippet of like how life was living with him. Did anyone call the police or it was like too, too much fear? Like what, what happens there? Um, we stayed at, um, a friend's house and the police were called and after this incident mm -hmm. Uh um and i remember begging my mom please please don't let us go back there but i think my mom was so scared of like how is she going to provide for three children and how is she going because you know she was a bus driver not making very much money And I think she just had so much fear of security. Like, how am I going to provide for my kids? And, you know, there wasn't 
there wasn't a lot offered to her as like, there are services that can protect you that can get you on your feet. Like me as a social worker, I know these things now, but you know, no one offered those things to her. Mm -hmm. And so that's part of what perpetuates the cycle of abuse. Why some people go back because it is fear and it is a lack of knowledge that there is help out there to remove you from the situation and keep Mm -hmm. you safe. Um, So, you know, years go by and obviously I, I've left the house and, um, you know, I did try to patch things up with my father. I did try to have some amends there, but when was this? I think when I moved back into the area, um, back in, what was it? 2011. And, um, I did, I did actually seek him out because I had just been feeling like, well, maybe, maybe he's changed. And, mm-hmm. um, he didn't really change. I mean, he couldn't lay his hands on me anymore, but certainly, <laughs> you know, my father had a really great way of putting people down in really subtle ways, you know? And, and I remember the last time I spoke to him was father's day two years ago. <clears throat> And I hadn't heard from him after I'd sent him a message and, you know, whatever. Two days later, I get a text message from him, like, a page long of how I was worthless and how, like, I never amounted to anything. And no matter what he did as a father, like, it didn't matter. Like, he was always going to be the bad guy. And I'm literally reading this and I'm like, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. You know, and I didn't. That's ridiculous. That's just his own security. Absolutely. And he was like, well, I'm, I'm going to go live my life with my new family. I'm like, good, go live with your new family because you, you lost a chance to have a real relationship with your own biological daughter. Yeah. And like it just, so I, I never responded, honestly. So that's I, just I, a huge mental sickness right there that yeah. that guy's dealing with. Yeah. And he took it out on you guys. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, of course, like, you know, I didn't, like, when I left ha- my house, I went to college and I didn't deal with things. I kind of just put them out of my mind. I'm like, I'm free. And I met somebody, ended up getting married, and that ended up being an abusive relationship because I fell into the same patterns that I didn't yeah. recognize, you know? And, you know, so I, I've come so far from that woman that didn't know that she was worthy, didn't know that she was strong and didn't know that she was capable of, um, being so much more than what she grew up believing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, so, you know, when I left my ex-husband, I, I literally said to myself, never again. Mm -hmm. I am never doing this to myself again. I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure that I never get into this situation again. And it's been a very long road of healing. I haven't been in any significant relationship since then. And it's, I've been divorced seven years. And why did you feel the need to reach back out to your father? Was it a forgiveness thing? Yeah. Yeah. It really was. Like, it was really, it was really about forgiveness. It was really about, like, letting go of, because I was angry. Mm. I was hurt. And certainly, like, dealing with the divorce and, like, it just brought up all that stuff for me. And I thought to myself, like, 
forgiveness really does make a difference. Even if, even if this person doesn't necessarily deserve it, it's more about me. Yeah. And that says a lot about you reaching out to him after all he did to you. And you know, he's not going to reach out to you. No, no. And, and he never did. Like he, it was always his new wife that reached out to Mm. me. It was never my dad, you know, his new wife. When did he remarry? Um, I want to say 10 years ago. And do you have a relationship with her? No, because I think she's an enabler. Um, I think that she totally ignores the fact that there's a reason why his three kids don't talk to him. Like, I think she just, yeah, like, Oh, well, you know, your dad's a different person. And you know, she even said that to me one time, your dad's a different person and you know, he's not who he was. And I was like, I'm sorry, but there's still a lot of traits there and it happens to come out when I'm around. So I don't know what their relationship is like. I only ever saw snippets, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he's controlling her too. Best of luck folks. Yeah, seriously. So I don't, I don't have a relationship with him. I don't have a relationship with her because it's toxic and it just continues the cycle. And I am just not about that life. Like I want more for myself. Mm -hmm. I want more than what was given to me at the beginning of life. Mm -hmm. And I know that I am so much more capable than my father telling me I was a piece of shit and I was worthless because, well, that was a big fucking lie because I know I'm not. Right. And your sisters have the same sentiments about him? Absolutely. If not more so. So yeah, they haven't talked to him. I mean, it's been even longer for them. Sure. So how are they doing? Where are they at? Um, Christine, my, my second sister, she's in an excellent place. She's in a, uh, she's married. She has two kids and you know, it's a successful marriage and no marriage is perfect, but Mm -hmm. I mean like they're best friends and he, he, when, when Andy came into our lives, it was a breath of fresh air because we're like, Oh wow, this is what a real man looks like. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. because he, he just dotes on my sister and he takes care of the family. And, um, you know, when he's around us, he just, I don't know how he deals with the four of us, but he does. Cause we're a little cray and, <laughs> you know, but like, it was like, it was like a breath of fresh air for us to see like, Oh, this is what a good man looks like. And yeah. this is how a man is supposed to take care of a woman. And it's been very healing for my mom, for me and my sister, Mary, who's my youngest sister. Nice. Now yeah. what's your relationship with your mother? I love that woman. Hmm. Honestly, you know, People, people would probably judge her like, oh, you know, you had three kids and why didn't you walk away from that marriage? But unless you're actually in it, you don't know what to do. Exactly. And like I said, she really didn't have support. She didn't have people telling her there are options for you. Yeah. Um, she did the best that she could. Mm -hmm. And, and honestly, a lot of who I am is because of my mom Mm. and she overcame so many odds herself and I mean, she went back to school. She became an OT, um, you know, and this is later in life, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, you know, she's traveling the world now. I mean, right now she's in freaking Italy. Let's go. Because <laughs> you're Italian, right? No. Back to the homeland. <laughs> right. She is back, back to the to homeland. homeland. So, you know, it's just, uh, she is, she is, I would do anything for her, mm-hmm. anything, because she's, done everything for me like when I look back at my life and the things that I wanted to do the things that I wanted to try like she was always there Mm -hmm. 
you know, my, you know, when I was in high school and I was in choir, she was always there. When I was playing softball, she was always yeah. there. It, no matter what I did, did she, she was did there. Did she remarry? No, she has not. No. Cool. Yeah. Jeez, Dave. <laughs> no. <laughs> just I'm kidding. sure someone wants to know that. Yeah, I'm sure someone does. No, and, and I don't think it's because she doesn't want to. I know she does, but you know, when you when you're in that kind of relationship, it really changes mm. you, and it really changes your perception on men. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it gives you a, it like it makes you a little bit tentative, like. Mm-hmm. And you got your guard up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And especially like when you see someone doing something, you're like, what the fuck is that shit? Yeah. You know? (laughs) So, you know, it's exactly how I would have put it. What the (laughs) fuck is that shit? Yeah, pretty much. You know, so, you know, I, I really hope someone comes into her life because she, yeah, I do. I would really love to see. Because she deserves. She does. Someone good. Yeah, she does. I, I feel like she deserves to have someone who, who's a good man, like in the remainder of her years. Like yeah. I think she's got another 20 years of life in her, but maybe even 30 because the women in our family live a really fucking long time. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you just got it that. Just you guys die. got that thick skin. <laughs> we do honestly. <laughs> thick skin. Yeah. So no stress. I would, I would like to see that for my mom. Get her on like a, I don't know. She's done the dating sites. The whole like farmers meet. There, <laughs> there's like so many out there. Farmers only. Farmers I, yeah, yeah. Farmers yeah, that, only. that site's crazy. Black people meet. <laughs> Black like people meet. Get her on there. <laughs> Italian or not? Yeah. Italian. That's awesome. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so, what do you do for a living? Uh, I am a social worker. And is this this your history? Is why you are a social worker? Um, I would, pro- I would probably say yes, because I've, I have always, I've always wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. And I guess my thing is, is I never want people to feel the way that I felt. And if I could just guide someone towards a different option, um, work with them to realize their potential, their ability, um, you know, change someone's life like that, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I just, I just, I, I don't want anyone to ever go through what I go through. But I know that there's been, there's people who have gone through much worse. Sure. I, um, I always say that. So it's really just, it is, it's, it's a very profound um, calling in my life. Yeah. And it's funny because just meeting you, you have no idea that you went through that, you know? No. And, yeah. It's like, how can someone walk over that girl? <laughs> or like you're complaining about whatever the fuck you're complaining about today. I was complaining. No, no, I'm just saying oh. in general. You, I happen general. to be looking at you. Don't you dare. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my boss was an asshole or whatever it is. Yeah. So yeah, Come you on. don't know what other people shit, are doing. Dude. Yeah, exactly. Take it easy. Oh, take, it's take it's take cold hike. in here. Yeah. Oh, Shut no. your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I don't. I you know I I. But sometimes it does get cold. It does. (laughs) It's true. I'm actually a little bit cold right now. (laughs) (laughs) I Um, turned the heat off. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Okay. (laughs) No, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't say these things to be like, you know, like, well, because I've been through shit. You're, right. you know, like, whatever. Is me. You know, oh, yeah. we, we're all human beings and we all have fundamental like hurts and pains and needs and wants mm-hmm. and um, things that trip us up, you know, like everyday things that trip us up. And yeah. um, I recognize that. And I, I certainly never put 
like, well, I've been through this. So your complaining is ridiculous. Sure, sure. You know, because I just, everyone's human and everyone has their, everyone has their precipice of what they can tolerate. Mm -hmm. And I think, because I've just, I've, you know, I can tolerate a lot. Yeah, your tolerance is high. It is. It's really high. And my pain tolerance is pretty high. So how does CrossFit help? If, if it does, it does because I, when I come in literally, even if it's a really bad day Mm -hmm. and I come in and I slaughter the workout or even if it slaughters me, cause that's usually more the case. (laughs) (laughs) That's always the case. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you You know, um, I always think to myself, you've been through worse. Yeah. And this, this makes you stronger. Mm -hmm. This makes you better. This is pushing you towards something so much more, uh, bigger than what you've come from or where you are today. Like, yeah. So, you know, and, and I, you know, I say, I say, I say this, that two of the most empowering things a woman can do for herself is put a barbell in her hand and put a gun in her hand. Let's go. Pew, pew. (laughs) um (laughs) you know and that's not to be political but you know it's it's more about individual speaking of which (laughs) yeah we just lost so many listeners yeah (laughs) people were like tuning out (laughs) guns bad great story bro fuck off (laughs) (laughs) like this shit You know, it's, it's, it's about like finding your individual strength, finding your individual power. And even for men, I know men who've been through very traumatic experiences and, you know, to watch someone transform and come from something that was very traumatic and find their masculinity, find their strength, find their potential as a man. And trauma is trauma. It affects people. It, it damages, but you don't have to stay stuck in it. You don't have to be your trauma. Um, and this victim mentality that's so prevalent in our yeah. society, it's overwhelming because, you know, if you keep yourself as a victim, you're never going to find out what you're capable of. And you're never going to find out what is out there for you and what you can achieve. Because you're really just holding yourself back and you're keeping yourself a damn slave. Some people just love God, playing the victim great. card, too. They do. All the time. Absolutely. And I cannot deal with those people. Yeah. Keep I, them I, away. I, I have no time or space for people like that. That thing that I put up on uh, Instagram with Rogan, that's what he was yeah, talking about. Yeah, like, I love that. I've been doing that for years now, just weeding my friends out mm-hmm. who have been just a cancer to mm-hmm. me, you know? Yep. Absolutely. And, and that, I... And I do the same thing. Like I, and if I meet someone, I usually give people the benefit of the doubt. But mm-hmm. when I start noticing, like, oh, this person's got a lot of negative energy, you got to go. Yeah. There's no, there's no time or That's room. That's when for Ro you. pulls her gun out. <laughs> <laughs> pew 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 pew. pew. <laughs> um, Metaphorical gun. Yes. Right. <laughs> right here. That thing you said when you're in a workout and you say to yourself that you've been through wars. That's so simple. But it's so powerful. I use yeah. it every single day. Yeah. Every day that I'm doing a workout. Yeah. And I, I think I think everyone can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Because everyone has been through some amount of pain or yeah. bad experience. And that probably could have been the worst thing you've been through. And so when you're going through the workout, like you've literally been through worse. Yeah. So oh, yeah. and this lasts maybe an hour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Use that as fuel. 
Yeah. I'll do that too. I'll pick pick one little thing and is this 20 minute AMRAP worse than <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know that or, right. or or I'm going to attack this workout because Yeah. Sure. and I'll give myself a reason. So it's yeah. a huge mental game. It is. That's why I'm addicted to CrossFit yeah. cuz total builds totally builds mental strength. It absolutely does. Yeah, I'm definitely on crack for CrossFit. Yeah, it's great. Mhm. Yeah. It's been the catalyst to many things that I yeah. do now. It's mm-hmm. a test. Yeah. Like a lot of things that I do now. Yeah. Is that mental capacity mm-hmm. to just outwork, you know, mm-hmm. not people or other people in your class, but just yourself. Yeah. Like the potential. Yeah. You reach your full potential. You have no idea th- what you can do. No. And, and I was even like, like burpees they are literally the worst thing that, um, has ever been invented yesterday. <laughs> and so today as a part of our warm up, Danielle had us doing burpees and I was actually doing them in a really efficient way. And I was like, holy shit. I'm burping like I, you know, and I've been working on them personally just because after one of the workouts I had a, oh, it was, I think it was 18.2 and those burpees destroyed me. And I was like, mm. <laughs> you had a row, mo- you had a row moment. I did. I had a row moment and I was like, oh, a no. Roman. I am a, a Roman. Roman. <laughs> I was like, no, okay. I'm not letting burpees best me again. So I've been working on them because I, I, I don't know, like I just, I always want to be better. Like, so it's, it's small progressions for me that matter the most. And like, so if I achieve and master that small progression, okay, now it's time for the next level. Yeah. And it's never about competing with other people. Um, it's definitely about competing with myself. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. That was great. Top five podcasts. Easily. Let's take some, <laughs> what, what topics you got? Maybe real quick. Oh, yeah. out. Have some input. Let's go. We got time. I got to pull back up. Here we go. Okay. Oh, it went away. Look at what. Oh, man. Shoot. Something. Dead space. Dead space. I know. (laughs) No. Joe Apollonio. Shout out to Joe. Look at his picture of Kenny real quick. Uh, when classic. He was, when he was passed out in the car. <laughs> <laughs> the that was from an anniversary party. Oh, yeah. That's great. July 7th, Cross Fanning 4-5. July 7th, put it on your calendar. All right, let's be get there. back to it. It's going to be awesome. Totally ah, doing my hairs. Totally oh, yeah. doing my hair. Me too. Definitely. Okay, here we go. Setting your ego aside. Jagger answered that funniest thing. Oh, Ro, what's the funniest thing that's happened to yeah. you during a workout? Funniest thing that's happened to me during a workout. Oh, uh, I like to sit like a two-year-old. Um, uh, I don't know. That is a hard question. That is a really hard question. Um, it's hard to find humor when your body is screaming, <laughs> "Kill me!" <laughs> yes, pretty much. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I I honestly can't recall anything right now. I know there's something, but it's not coming to my brain. So I'm sorry. I can't answer that question. Boring. Okay. Wait, <laughs> Caesar on Friday, Caesar asked when the 18.5 video is coming out. I Didn't we post that before? You did. And he shared it. What is wrong with him? What's wrong <laughs> you, with that boy? You did. You posted it. Ro, what was your favorite open workout and why? And what favorite. was your favorite new mov- movement? Movement. Movement. <laughs> Ro- rovement. Your rovement. <laughs> so what was your uh, favorite, favorite workout was 18.1. I actually yeah. really love that workout. Yeah. Um, 
and my favorite mo- new favorite movement. <sighs> what really gets you jacked up? Yeah, when you see it written on the board. Always weightlifting. Yeah. Always. I knew you were Always. Say that. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I just I was built for it. I'm short and stocky, so <laughs> weightlifting is my jam. <laughs> You're not that short. How tall are you? Uh well I'm mm-hmm. wearing heels today. Oh. Well. <laughs> Five six. What's Room your goal for, for twenty eighteen? Goal for 2018. That's not listed here, Dave. Um, I'm ad-libbing. Yeah. But getting back to new favorite movement, definitely a handstand. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, because I didn't know I could that do that. That was a big moment. Boom. That was a huge mo- moment. For yeah. Big movement. Um, goal Roman. for 2018. Um, definitely um, becoming more lean. Okay. Um, and I've, I've actually been working on it. I've heard that. Are you doing it yourself? Uh, yes. Cool. I have lost 11 pounds in the last month. So there it is. There it is, folks. Guys, please at home. Please, <laughs> please let, go of the, let go of the wheel if you're driving and clap. <laughs> Drive with your knees. We can all do it. Come on. You've done it. <laughs> I do it all it's the time. It's a classic move. <laughs> um, wait, wait. The best driving with your knee movement is when you're mixing up a pre-workout <laughs> shake. <laughs> yeah. I can't say I've ever been there, but I'm too oh, short. My legs don't reach the steering wheel, so it doesn't work for Just me. Lower the steering wheel. It's l- as low as it can go. Oh, oh man, <laughs> that's funny. Um, you ever and then, see those like, old ladies driving when <laughs> they're like this with the steering wheel? They're like oh, this yeah. right on top of it. Yeah, dude, yeah. if that airbag goes oh, off, they're gonna they die. Like, like, explode <laughs> they're gonna die the they're gonna be obliterated <laughs> yeah. it's me? gonna be just gray matter everywhere that's the best <laughs> <laughs> they got the big welding goggles on yeah. <laughs> uh great what else you got terrible nothing over there andrea's yeah how how about heeding your coach's advice mm. Mm. so you, you brought that up before we started actually yeah, yeah what have you I, been noticing bro I've definitely been noticing like there's been challenges to coaches like, no, I can do this weight. No, I'm going to do this weight. And when a coach is like, but consider the length of the workout and the amount of reps and you want to be efficient during the workout, like you don't want to injure yourself. And, you know, I literally watched someone actually step to a coach and like get in their face. And I was like, oh, oh hell no. I mean, I. Who was it? Who was it? Who was no, it? We already talked about it actually yeah. in a previous podcast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I did, I stepped in and I was like, enough of that. Disgusting. I, <clears throat> yeah. Disgusting. And, um, and he's no longer with us. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and I, you know, I think it's easy for people to like, be like, no, I can do it. But there's a reason why maybe the coach is like, maybe yeah. you should tweak this because maybe they're seeing something there's that you're not. There's a method to the madness. Yeah. Always. <clears throat> Listen, this is our job. Like yeah. we have nothing better to do than to keep you guys safe. <laughs> like seriously, yeah. nothing better to we do. We have nothing better to do yeah. than keep you guys safe. I, you know, when efficiently. It, honestly, and and this isn't to be a kiss ass, but literally, when a coach is like, mm, "You probably should," I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. I can already feel that." Yeah. Because I I I I don't want to injure myself. I I actually want to be better at movements and you know, work on form. And I think that's really important. Yeah. So. If you injure yourself, you're done. And then yeah. you go to a dark, dark place. That's true. There is a, there yeah, is a dark place. Dark place. Yeah, yeah I is. don't, that is not a good place. Not, no. No, I mean, I pulled, when I was first here, like four years ago, just before Murph, mm-hmm. we were doing a warm up outside of, of burpees and I pulled like a muscle here in my Ooh. stomach. I couldn't do anything for like weeks. Yeah. 
Like I had to do all arm stuff. Yeah. And even that hurt. <laughs> that was quite the gesture. <laughs> like one of those whack inflatable yeah. flailing tube bands. Yeah, that's really what it looked like. I was like that's it. You know, like, and that sucked so much. Like that, I couldn't do yeah, other things. It's discouraging. It was it's extremely very discouraging, discouraging when you're yeah. injured. Yeah, and then you know. go to a. Dark but place. that's like another segue. If you're hurt, like Christy is a great example. She's totally staying off. And scaling all the movements because her she's got tendonitis mm. in her knees from the squat cycle. Christy Meyer, Chuck, yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, some people when they start feeling better or it's a lot better, they'll bounce right back in, and there they go, they're hurt again, yeah. and it's just a further setback. Whereas if you just have some pride, yeah, scale your movements, lay off your injury. Even if it's feeling better, keep laying off it. Give it time to heal. Yeah. Then you'll come back even stronger. You know. I feel like there's no shame in scaling a workout. No, no like, way. Even even the elite athletes, I um, talk about scaling. Like like it, it's humbling for them, but they'll scale like when they really need to work on fundamentals. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and I'll scale all day. Um, you know, because I'd rather just get through the workout. Like if I can't RX it, then I'm not going to. Don't. That's right. It's kind of a good segue into Brian's question. So the open is now over. I can I can just hear him saying this. <laughs> you have a long list of weaknesses. How do you attack them to improve? Where can you get programming for that Skill outside? Class. Yeah, outside yeah, you, the daily Yeah, walk. so we're doing those seminars, the weekend seminars. Yeah. Where we're going to focus on the main movements from the open plus rope climbs. So and those are good. Yeah. Those weekend seminars. Because yeah. no one invests time. Mm-mm into it so, so we're let's gonna make sit. them accountable oh, oh man i feel like kevin right now for me personally sorry chuck i'm a big guy i'm a big guy right overhead squat snatches mm-hmm. handstand push-ups and handstands boom anything overhead and being inverted that's yes. it i don't like so like where i guess like where would i go i gotta talk to someone who's really good at that i gotta find some programming i gotta put in the work right to get better on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's an easy fix. Double unders for me. There's there's so so many uh you know, outside cycles <clears throat> and programs out there. Yeah, we're fortunate around. to have all this now. Yeah. Yeah. There's like almost information overload. And there's a lot of so auxiliary work to do. I was as just well. doing it before we started. Yeah. Just to build up yeah. the strength Dude and was stuff sh- like that. Shrugging like a mug. I was doing shrugs I don't today. Know what I saw you that. were doing. Bro. I was doing shrugs today. Shrugs. Let me repeat myself. I saw that. I did barbell shrugs mm-hmm. with straps around the barbell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> it was great. It felt good. <laughs> what else were you doing? You were doing some hammies? Some I was doing glute reverse marching. I saw that. Yeah. And then I did uh bent over rows with the t- with the T bar. Yeah. Then I did some tricep kickbacks and then but you did the, with the band. Yeah, I was gonna say with the band. Thirty burnout reps, fast tricep pushdowns. Dude, it was awesome. Oh my Folks, god! Utilize open gym. I'm That's, trying to crush Big Rob and Pasquale. I know it's hard to. Oh yeah, dude. Big oh, Rob right. and Pasquale, listen up. Listen up. The Duke is putting in work. Yeah, get on. That your was bikes. my first session. Get on your bike. Session two occurs at five. <laughs> um. <laughs> I wish people could see your facial expression. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it is hard to find time, but it, you know, if if there's a movement, maybe even during a, if you can't find time or can't get programming, which 
is hard to believe. Hard to believe. Um, you know, if there's a movement in the workout that you're really good at, maybe switch it up and talk to the coach. Yeah. And, you know, try to do something different. Yeah. Like if it's power cleans, all right. I, you know, power cleans really aren't an issue for me. Maybe I'll do power snatches at a lighter Mm -hmm. weight. Something like that. Yeah. Vicky Ulio yesterday before, um, and Poughkeepsie. Vicky, shout the out to Vicky. 5 p.m. class. No, yeah, 5 p.m. class. She was doing uh, a pull-up program that Christine Societis mm-hmm. programmed for her. Yeah. There you go. See? Ask one of the coaches. Put something together for you. I've, Boom. On Thursday Done. mornings after my 5 a.m. class, um, I actually spend extra time in the gym, and I'm working on doing pull-ups right now because I don't have one. There we go. <laughs> so, Guys, we're open till 9. You know, yeah, yeah. It's simply just asking the coach, "Hey, do you mind if I work out in this corner or whatever it is?" Chances are, it's not a big deal. Yeah, nope, yeah, not at all. You know, gotta put in the work. That's it. What else? I like Jamel's response to (laughs) Ray's. What do you say? Question: You don't get enough sleep, Ray. I tell you this all the time, player. (laughs) (laughs) Ray's Ray's was how to avoid being burnt out. Mm. Yeah, and that's um. That comes a lot with rest. It comes a lot with diet. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Are you eating enough? Mm-hmm. Ray takes his rest days. I think the thing with Ray is his, his mentality. He's got to approach oh my the gosh. days better. Don't get me started on mentality. He's got to. Well, let's get you started on it. Yeah. We got some time. Two people. I got two people in mind. Adriana mm-hmm. and Emily. Mm-hmm. Both have enormous potential. Enormous potential. Writer. Uh-huh. Both of them, enormous potential, and they're they're not like they're kind of different mentality. Adriana gets kind of down on herself. I can't do that. I don't think I can do that. Enough with that. Enough with that. And Emily's just like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I was just <laughs> Emily comes in yawning at like two thirty in the afternoon. Em, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but they're both amazing athletes and it, it is hard to kind of flip that switch and be like all right oh, you're right i'm gonna do it let's go yeah it's hard to push people to that level mm. but it's right. so awesome to see you know yes when they do put that weight on the barbell or they do start doing the pull-ups they're like no you're right i can do this yeah i've said I it before just, when when especially for some reason the women are like this that when they get real self-conscious about their abilities or their yes. their lack of totally. you know human potential it's not totally. attractive Mm-hmm. It's just simply not attractive, you know, and it's it <clears throat> rubs off onto the rest of the class. And meanwhile, the rest of the class knows that you can do it. Yeah. And you're the only one in the group that doesn't see that you can actually do this. Yeah. You it's yourself. True. Push yourself. Yeah. yeah. Push yourself, folks. Yeah. I but mean, yeah. even even if you're saying I can't in my head, just keep pushing through it. Like, because then when you're done with it, you're like, oh, shit, I did it. I know. We have some killer, <laughs> killer potential in this gym. And, we really and, do. And this year was a lot awesome. Of it, yeah. This year has been the best I've seen going up to the open. And uh, we saw, you know, it's just awesome. It's awesome. It's I great. mean, the open was amazing for me. I mean, I, I literally did not know that I could compete at a certain level. And mm-hmm. even though, you know, I couldn't get through some of the movements, it was still the, the point of actually trying. Yeah. Like, I actually learned how to kip yes. during the open. Yeah. And that's a really fundamental movement. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, obviously it still needs work, but... Um, you know, I just, I loved finding out what my mm-hmm. body was capable of. Yeah. I mean, I do the workouts awesome. every day, but I think on the, in the open, it's at a different level. Um, it's sweet. it was great. It was, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I'm I think actually, a lot of it has to do with the programs mm-hmm. that we have. 
Dude. Barbell, endurance, weightlifting, everything. I want to give yeah. the Duke, the Capo, the man a quick shout out for the programming the past oh, couple thanks, weeks. man. I'm enjoying these workouts. Thank you. And I'm not kissing your ass because I, I hate not. I I hate I you, you and you yeah, know, I know this. I do know that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I can see how much you hate him. It's but yeah, the workouts are and and the feedback has been good too. Good, except for that push-up workout. That was stupid, <laughs> and I told you that. That, that push-out workout, like what? Like actually, we were just talking about this morning. You love to murder body parts. Like yeah, you yeah. literally like go ham on body parts. Like today, this week. All arms. Yeah. And like, so by the end of the week, your arms are yeah, like yeah. this. Everyone has shoulder caps yes. walking around. <laughs> yeah, trying to buff you guys up. <laughs> yeah. Mondays, I destroy you. And then, um, so I think in two or three weeks, we're going to go through hell week, which is where I don't post the workouts. Oh God. And no one will have an idea of what the workouts are. No, no opportunity to cherry pick. Yeah. We did this two years ago. It's a good idea. I remember yeah. that. That's a good idea. Hell week's fun. Real, real quick. Fun. Yeah, I think your definition of fun is. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. Than mine. I, I don't know what it is, bro. I love. The I anticipation. Love, no, I love just the absolute ass kicking. Yeah, I that, fucking love it. I like I beat downs. I love it. I like beat downs. Okay then. Yeah. Like Murph. I could beat straight you down. up beat I down. Oh, I know you could. <laughs> yeah, no question. <laughs> I already took a softball to the face. <laughs> Yeah. Boom. No. Yeah. What are you going to say? For Real the bit? lack of sleep, because yeah. I, I struggle with that immensely. Yeah. And other than melatonin, Muscle Farm comes out with this great, it's a recovery supplement too. It's called Z Core PM. Dude, they should totally. Fuck it's got ZMA in it? Yeah. Yeah. It's got ZMA in it. It's got fenugreek in it. Um, And it was just, uh, it's a really good supplement. I, I kind of feel a little groggy in the yeah. morning just because i'm re- coming out of a really deep sleep yeah but um if if you're having trouble sleeping and you you're waking up feeling sore try to i don't know, check out that it's it's kind of cheap go on amazon.com z core pm muscle farm yeah i used to take that actually it's good stuff yeah. i just picked up another bottle recently i haven't taken it in a little while nice carry yeah. on that's it <laughs> All right. That was great. Yeah. That was good stuff. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate being on. Oh, thanks for thanks for coming in. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You took a day off? Fuck yeah, I did. Jeez. Whoa, Screw let's go. Screw work. Screw work. You hear that? We can have potential guests if you're listening. You just got to take a day <laughs> off of work. That's all it takes. That's it's all it takes. It's worth it. I actually got a nap in before I came over here. Nice. So. nice. There's going to be another nap in this Naps in the afternoon. Are good. <laughs> all right, Turbo, you want to take us out? Oh. Oh, yeah, Ro, you got to see our outro. Have you listened to our podcast yeah, at all? To all of them. Yeah, I listened to them. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Someone's interesting. Not Any uh, advice for Kevin trying to get back? <laughs> Take Ch- off of work, Chuck. <laughs> I'm really worried about this commitment with him. Oh boy. We're currently taking applications for <laughs> a <laughs> third <new> host. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna get Chuck back on hopefully next week, so he can defend himself. Yeah, I'd can't like defend to... himself right now. That's true. true. He can't defend himself. You know, we're gonna give him the opportunity. So here's our outro music. Okay. Hit play. Bye, folks. (laughs) Thanks, Ro. Episode 19 going out.